Welcome to the Pop Goes the Culture podcast for Friday, July the 15th. My name is Joey Mills, and joining me on the show this week, I've got... I'm Dakota Hetz. Where you been? You, you, man, you skimped out on us last week, man. I've been around. I went. Watched, you were watching movies while we were doing the heavy lifting. Yeah, you guys, you guys really held held it together while I was watching Thor. But <laughs> you're welcome. It's a sacrifice I was willing to make. <laughs> well, I'm glad you were. I don't man. blame you. <laughs> Next to Dakota, uh, it's Curtis. Is that long enough for you, Kenny? Yes. Curtis. <laughs> you never know with him. Sometimes it's quick, sometimes it's not. But anyways, I'm K-Dub. <laughs> <laughs> well, all right. Well, good for you. We, uh, what's everybody been up to in the last, uh, I guess, week or so, two weeks for Dakota? So you saw Thor. I That's saw where Thor. you were at last week when we were yeah. recording. Tell yeah. us thoughts um, without spoiling anything. Oh, man. So at the end, there's this part. No. Ah, you son of a No, I've, man, I'm a huge Thor fan. I'm a huge comic fan. This one's based on the comics that got me into comics like right at 22 i was like i'll try them and then they like i got in on god of thunder jason Aaron and stuff yep so um man it was fun it was so fun um yeah it doesn't drive the plot of marvel super far forward but <laughs> no, you know nothing has yeah. <laughs> this whole since end game it's been just kind of like yeah and a, here's the next movie yeah it's a lot of setup but really yeah. the thing that people don't realize other than ragnarok None of the Thor stuff really ever set up much. No. Um, like Loki just being an Avenger, the main Avengers villain was about the best thing that came out of Thor one. Right. Um, but yeah, no, it was so fun that I didn't, I didn't mind that the plot was like fine, um, and the plot was just fine. Like I mean, they've yeah. really since Killmonger, they've decided to stick with the uh, sympathetic, the sympathetic villain, villain yeah. that you actually give a shit about their deal instead of yeah. like I don't know, he's kind of cool or here's a here's a tech guy who's evil. Yeah, or, I mean, yeah, here's a corporate guy who's evil. I think that here's a politician who's a, evil. Yeah, I think it's a good shtick that they're going with that you actually kind of like. Ah, I kind of hope I they see win. That. Yeah. Like yeah. it keeps you invested through it, in my opinion. Um, and it's just nonstop super funny stuff. Taika Waititi oh, yeah. is like on top of the comedy thing like so yeah uh big fan of that i uh, finished stranger things obviously since ah, nice yeah we, i was here last um finished the boys since i was here last. yeah we're gonna talk about that here uh, okay um and then i started forbidden west the horizon zero dawn sequel oh wow um, <laughs> that's been out for a minute out but... in february <laughs> right um, but here i am playing it now that's all right um, and it's it's fun i i've started the did you play the original yeah, I beat okay. the original one, and I was so hyped for it. And it came out the day I was going to Houston, and I <laughs> played like 10 minutes before I had to go to a flight. And then when I came back from my horrible time in Houston, I just wasn't in the mood. And then uh, a bunch of other stuff happened, and I moved out of my house, and I was pretty busy. Yeah, yeah. But I just sat down like to kill a few minutes, and I was like, well, I'm nine hours into this now. So. <laughs> right on. Uh, I'm really enjoying that, and I bought Cuphead, and I'm still bad at video games, especially <laughs> the really hard ones. Cuphead will make you feel like you're just terrible <laughs> at video games, yeah, yeah, but, um, life in general. Yeah, but that's that's been fun enough. So, um, yeah. Also, we do new stuff. I saw that Tonka and Transformers is doing a collaboration. Really? Uh, and it's like six Transformer Tonka trucks that all connect, like the old... To make the one big... The one big one, and... Um, my kid really loves like yeah your kid your, your kid I really love, I mean it's one of those things where it's like <laughs> normally it's for me but like he really likes construction vehicles specifically and also likes transformers so I'm like I could be a cool dad this can be my moment <laughs> so it's my time to shine yeah. so I remember seeing it right didn't isn't there like seven or nine that form the it, it's like six I think uh, uh, it was, I'll have a picture. We can we can just <laughs> we answer, can count them right now because it, answer the question. It's, whoever was talking about it, I thought was complaining. That it's like, well, it's, you got to get uh, a little more. This is like six in right. the picture there. But yeah, it's uh, 
Well, that's yeah. It's like Tonka branded on the side. But it looks just on. like the lime green ones, Generation mm-hmm. One ones. Only they're just yellow Tonka. Well, yeah, the, yeah, yeah. yeah the one I saw was, uh, I think it was green or blue. So it must be another maybe one yeah. that they're yeah. doing. Yeah, because they. I mean, there was the original one where they were just like construction, construction vehicles, vehicles yeah. that all formed. I mean, they did it in the movies even with Michael yeah, Bay. I, yeah. That was um, one of my favorite. That that was one I had. Yeah, and I, st- I wish I still had that one. I mean, I was the Beast Wars generation, but they even tried to ride that train with Beast Wars at yeah. one point, where it was like an like a chimera ass. Like, <laughs> yeah. It was like a lion and a right. scorpion, like all kinds. You're of like, shit. huh? And I was like, I'm too young to figure this out. So you get frustrated about ten minutes into it. Oh, and yeah. just chuck your toys. Yeah, but yeah, that's. I mean, that's Transformers are like that though. Yeah. <laughs> anymore. It used to be yeah, like flip, turn, and flip, and look, it's a guy, and <laughs> flip, turn, and flip yeah. back, and now it's a car. Now it's like. Open the directions like fifty steps. So yeah, that's yeah. What, like, oh son of a! I was getting my son those ones when he took an interest, and like the middle of the road ones were thirty step process. Yeah. And I was like, I mean, it took me like twenty minutes to figure out, and I was like, there's no way he's gonna. He's three years old, and so I finally started because it got annoying him every five. Dad, you transform this. Dad, you transform this. Dad, you transform. This. I was like, bro, I'm gonna get you some toddler transformers, and, and they have them where you yep. just like one flip and then transform. Yep. Um, and now he has like seven of those, and he can do it himself and he loves them but uh yeah like a friend described it to me last weekend actually is transformers are just like puzzles but cooler and i never really thought about it like that yeah or lego sets anymore it's like oh look here's a four thousand piece lego set that retails for 300 plus dollars it's going to take you a month to put together (laughs) oh yeah and then you'll have it together and then the dog will walk by and wag (laughs) its tail and knock it (laughs) off the table and you'll have four thousand lego pieces on the floor yeah i mean i have my lego transformers (laughs) yep uh, my my optimus was i think like almost 1600 yeah but it's on the top shelf and i'm just waiting for a cat to jump up there and ruin my fucking life so <laughs> yep um, exactly so far so good yeah, we were at the lego store up in st louis last week and i was looking at some of those i was like these are amazing but there's no way in hell i could get into that i'd be like yeah. no i'd give up too soon it makes you realize like in the lego movie when uh will ferrell the <laughs> there's a reason he's gluing that shit yeah he's together. gluing that shit together and like the whole point is like you shouldn't do that that takes away the fun you know, if I spend four hours building this shit, four hours, that's the bare minimum, like yeah. four like, hours, just you get buy all the 12 boxes. friends over <laughs> yeah. there, get the box out, get the bags labeled. And yeah. Go. Like I, if I spend the time doing it, I don't want it to come back apart. Yep. Um, all of a sudden, as you get older, it's funny. A lot of stuff like that. It's like, you know, you watch shows and the movies and stuff and like the kids are the heroes and the adults are not necessarily the villains, but like, ah, they'll stick in the mud. Ah, they'll fuddy daddy. Yeah. And as you get older, you're like. No, no those, those kids, kids are, are assholes. Kids <laughs> fucking dicks. Yeah. <laughs> get out of my yard. Clearly, kid. those kids didn't realize how much money, money, time mom and dad put into this shit. Yeah. Go get my crackle. Ungrateful. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Bastards. Uh, Curtis, what have you been up to? Uh, I haven't done shit, bro. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Well, Curtis well, has been in your driveway since the last. <laughs> pretty much, yeah. No, I've just been swimming and I've been working and I've been editing on short films. That's really nice. what I've been doing. Oh, I, I did drink the other night. And I attempted to uh, watch a movie called uh, Llamageddon. <laughs> I got ten minutes in, and I went to bed. That feels like <laughs> like Velocipaster territory. Yeah, that, yeah, that, it, that it feels like a sci-fi channel. The exact same territory. Okay. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> was not, I don't recommend now, this movie. Have you been swimming at like your apartment pool, or yes. going to the creek? Okay. Uh, my apartment pool. I haven't been back to the creek in a minute. Okay. So yeah, yeah I, I went to the apartment pool last uh, last Sunday. Yeah, how was it? Uh, well, I, there was some, like a couple chisels out of stone there that had a kid the same age as mine, and just kept wanting to talk. And I was like, mm. bro, my tits are out. 
like my actual man breast and you are so attractive you need to get away from me <laughs> like this makes me feel so bad about myself um but other than that, let me come back hey i'll tell funny. you let me talk to you again in about eight months all right? yeah. i got some work to put in yeah, i was like you know if you stand way over there people might not notice what's going on over here <laughs> but yeah other than that it was nice. The water is finally at that temperature yeah. where you don't hate. Where you don't hate it. You don't have to give, crawl Give it a minute it. because now it's going to be like, oh, fuck, this yeah, is too hot. Like kind it's of boiling. Bad water. That's yeah. the thing. Like my pool, they don't have any nice tall trees nearby. Yeah. So it's like Just direct you're, sun. You're waiting for a cloud to come by. Which you're kind of damned if you do on that too because yeah. like, then you got the always the pool with leaves in it. and like. My thing is uh, since I work late, I get off at like 7, 30, 8 o'clock. I get home and I have time to swim when it's not Before the yeah, sun goes down. Sun goes down, yeah. And when it's later, there's like not a lot of people there, oh, and it's nice. nice. So I tried to start that Mad God movie. It's on Shutter. That yeah, uh, the, the Fantastic Fest uh, presentation of it for the Alamo. Mm-hmm. <laughs> how how how'd it go? It felt like I was watching a Tool music video without <laughs> any music. <laughs> if that kind of makes sense, I mean, it's like it's stop motion, mm-hmm. and it's you know kind of got that you know late '90s, early 2000s feel to it, and kind of bleak and stuff but it wasn't entertaining it wasn't engaging like i said it was just like uh oh, this kind of sucks <laughs> yeah someone should the, put tool music to it yeah, they should happened. it would have been a better movie I, I watched about half hour and i was like yeah i'm tapping out there's this big weird movement since like indie became hip like more hit than normal um where it's like not just because it's artsy doesn't mean it's good yeah exactly um and i <laughs> I heard you guys and talk well about done art doesn't mean it's real, real good no, either. Yeah, it yeah. can be the best art, like yeah, it's the best version of what it needs to be. Yeah, and it's but still it's still not, still like not, not appealing at all. Yeah, I, I mean, I listened to you guys talk about the Northmen last week, and I was like, right in between your guys' opinions, I was like with Kenny, where I was like, I guess I watched that just now, <laughs> but I was also kind of with Curtis, where I was like, no, I still kind of really like it and don't know why, but like, the, yeah, it's, there's some cool fights that, yeah. but again, that's. I, I haven't seen The Lighthouse, but I hear he's kind of an artsy dude. Yeah, yeah. he is. And this yeah, felt very. not as artsy as I thought, but I was like, yeah, I guess yeah. just because it's artsy doesn't mean it's awesome right. per se. Um, yeah. The Lighthouse well, is something totally different, though. Yeah. <laughs> you, I haven't you, seen You, you should uh, just light up a doobie and watch that one one night and see what happens. I feel like I'll have an anxiety attack. <laughs> <so>. <laughs> you, you may. <laughs> You'll be like, why is everybody yelling at me? I mean, <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a huge fan of everything, everywhere, all at once. Yeah. And I saw someone post online about um, yeah, me and my wife had just like taken mushrooms and then just happened to decide to watch that movie, not thinking about it. And holy cow, <laughs> minds uh, were blown. Yeah, they're like, I mean, it was made for mushrooms, but like, <laughs> I could see across the universes now. <laughs> yeah, but they're like, it was a lot, it was a little much. And uh, then I was like, maybe I'll watch Swiss Army Man because that was mm. uh, their other movie. Yeah, and I so brought I was this like, movie. Boy, up it's once. a different yeah. vibe. And I was like, <laughs> okay, and, th- and I heard uh boner compass and i was like all right i guess i'm just gonna have to see for myself <laughs> yeah i brought that movie up like, i don't yeah. know a couple months ago and everyone yeah, looked at me did. like i was just like like i had an aneurysm in front of everybody <laughs> yeah oh god curtis is stroking out his words aren't making sense <laughs> nothing's changed just like this movie exists daniel somebody lay him on the floor <laughs> put him on his side so he doesn't choke <laughs> but i'll add those both to my list of things to just smoke a dub and yeah, freak out a little it. bit there you go kitty what are you about to you watched the boys season finale right i did what do you you think without spoiling the specifics of the story what did you think about the way the season end wrapped up um i liked it of course but uh of <laughs> I, I was kind of uh i was hoping they would go with the story from the comics of it 
And Which they are not. <laughs> they are not. Yeah. So if, if that spoils something for somebody, I apologize, but they generally don't follow that completely. Right. So I was a little bummed about that, but at the same time, I liked what they did. And there was a scene with Starlight that was... <laughs> that went nowhere. <laughs> yeah, that she was, gets a uh, lot of those scenes, doesn't yeah. she? Yeah, <laughs> boy, that oh, talk about a letdown. Yeah, <laughs> you're like, this is about to be nothing. Never mind, it's not me anything. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was that. That was one of my biggest gripes of it. If, and I'm hoping maybe somebody comes and explains it so that I understand why. Here's that, why we cock teased yeah. you. <laughs> yeah, I have a strong feeling that won't happen. Nah, Probably not. So I don't know what the deal with that is, but the acting that the uh, guy plays Homelander mm-hmm. the stuff he did in this last episode <laughs> I was like that's Anthony Starr is good like yeah he's so good I, I mean, hate that character so much yeah, yeah. and but I appreciate can, it and I appreciate what he brings to that and this last episode he just gave you so much that I was like God, I, I love him, but I hate that character. I was yeah. like, oh. What I love is that if you've seen the behind-the-scenes photos, <laughs> apparently that suit is really hot. So yep. if you don't see him below the waist, he's standing there in his underwear. Yeah. I'm with thinking. just the top on. <laughs> because he's like, it's And it's a little hot. disturbing. Yeah, it is. Because he's got these like skinny little chicken legs. Yeah, like, <laughs> like the all, suit's a all, little padded. It's kind of a padded. He's kind suit, of a smaller yeah. guy. The yeah. suit's not like... They like don't like try to recreate the Incredible Hulk or something with him. He's just they just put a little bit of padding in a few spots, widen the shoulders a little bit, yeah. bring the chest out just a little bit. It's not crazy, and then he just let his natural skinniness kind of build that V down to his waist or whatever. Yeah. But yeah, you see the behind the scenes videos, and it's funny because yeah, what you see on screen is not what a set looks like. Curtis knows, yeah, but. They'll have like the camera guy here, and then they'll have whoever he's interacting with here, and he'll be standing there with his hands on his hips, with his mean face on, and just in his like tidy whities. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like, all right, fair enough. Um, I saw a picture like last week, probably, and it was Carl Urban and also Anthony Starr in uh, Xena. Mm-hmm. And oh, yeah. like, yeah, this apparently is just where everyone now got just the got their start twenty yeah. years ago. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yep. Um, so that's fun to see. Yeah. But yeah, I, I mean, I, I liked it a lot, and I'm kind of interested to see how it ended. Ended, right. and it's like, okay, where are we going to go from there? You know, and I, I can't wait for another week or so to go by so we can actually get into the specifics the, the, the of everything. Of it. Yeah, but I, it does not disappoint, and it's ties to political things that happened in the past are tied to them it's just it's like a, it's very obviously it's like, just like show me the difference between these two photographs there is none that yeah. whole meme like that's it it's just yeah. it's saying it out loud and there's still people confused about it <laughs> it's, like, it's, um, it's like they went they, they purposely were like okay look yeah. clearly people aren't picking up on the subtext so we're just gonna put it right out there Even and people are still like halfway through the third season people were like Wait a minute. Well, even after that whole... Do you like, think this is a bad dude? Yeah, even after that aha moment, I was like, well, now they get it. It's weird it took them that long. And they still don't but get it. But then it's over now, and there's still people that are just, like, missing the mark. And I'm like, I don't... Yeah, don't know how to help you. you. Dense, yeah. How can we help you understand what's going on here? I'm um, curious that if once certain group of people 
key into that will they not, not like the show anymore the show or or whatever, yeah, yeah will it become an issue i mean if, <laughs> or they watch it as a like let's see what cool shit is gonna happen yeah. next. yeah i think they'll continue to just pretend it's not about them yeah um, yeah like a lot of other media like when they were surprised that raging against the machine was political for example like, <laughs> yeah uh different. have you never listened to the lyrics <laughs> have you never cracked open those liner yeah, notes some or? people are just like willfully ignorant yeah and that's fine um my thing about it, I told someone, I was like, I'm excited, it's really good, but every time it ends, I'm like, cool, I'm still frustrated, I still have a bunch of questions, and they're not going to let me not be, yep. like, anxious. It, every every episode episode ends with just like, God, what the fuck is about to happen now? Yeah. And that's how that went. Even, like, at the end of the season, I was like, hmm, my butthole is still puckered, I don't know what to do. Um, well, all right. <laughs> And, let's, uh, let's, let's explore that. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's hard. It's puckered. Yeah, there's hard to there's some plastic food service gloves over here on this shelf. If you guys want to glove up, but it is. It, it's so. It's so good about keeping you like inter- interested the whole time. Like, yeah. Um, and I'm not like I didn't read the comic. I always feel like I'm a comic fan until a new show comes out, and they're like, "And this is based on the comic." I'm like, "How do I not know about all these comics?" Well, and like Kenny said, a lot of times it's, it's based on it, but it but doesn't even, follow yeah. the comic line. Yeah, yet. but like, yeah, I'll, I, I mean, Kingsman. I didn't, and I like Mark Millar, and didn't know about that, and uh, Wanted, and all those things that are based on comics. Yeah, if it's not, yeah, the, especially if it's not, yeah, DC or Marvel. Yeah, it's, it's hard to keep track of all that shit that's going on. Oh yeah. Now, have you watched the? animated hmm. ones they're I actually really good okay if you get a chance to watch those you may enjoy them if with a little bit of uh help Parker. from yeah. something <laughs> from but yeah, Green. yeah so i i could see where that would make those better but i like what they're doing with those so far i've watched three of them now well and i guess they're they're gonna have a spinoff a live action spinoff of the main show and they have yeah, said that it will have crossovers and stuff that happens in the side show the the, the spinoff show will impact what's going on in the main show and stuff so we'll see they're, they're trying to build a universe over there at amazon for that stuff since everybody seems to dig it i'm, I'm touch and go on like when they have an animated spinoff um I don't remember who else did that. Oh, Trailer Park Boys. And yeah. I remember being like, huh, maybe, maybe I don't watch <laughs> the animated stuff. Right. Maybe um, I just stick to live action. But I mean, everyone, a lot of people have done it. Kevin Smith. Oh, yeah. Um, the Letter Kenny stuff. That yeah. that was the, li- yeah. Little Kenny. <laughs> little Kenny. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> those were easy enough to... Like, well, those were six the, minutes of yeah. peace or yeah, whatever. Those were easy yeah. to blow through the whole season in like 30 minutes. Yeah. Like, well, that was fine. Yeah. But now the boys ones, those are worth watching. The, the way they handled them, I'm like... And it's kind of done in that old... Uh, not old old cartoon uh, kind of like a roger rabbit yes. type of not so much the roger rabbit stuff but the the baby yeah the cartoons what's that, that uh, like baby Scotty Herman? Young kind of style too a little uh, bit yeah, yeah what's uh what's that one called again i can't remember which the, one the, the animated spin-off. the diabolical i think so diabolical? something like yeah, yeah, yeah. I, knew I, didn't know I, I knew it was something like that yeah uh I, I started star trek strange new worlds i only got the first episode under me and at first i was like Ooh, do I need to go back and watch some of the Discovery stuff that these guys are in? Because clearly they're starting from a point that I'm not starting from. But like 10 minutes in, you're like, okay, they just yeah. glossed over that shit. <laughs> I was worried about that, too. I was like, uh-oh. And I, I thought, did I 
miss a couple yeah. episodes or yeah, something? Yeah, it feels like you're coming in on episode three. Yeah. And they're like talking about backstory, and it's like, I don't know any of this shit. But yeah. like I said, they get past that pretty fast. So, um, but yeah, it's interesting. I, I, I'm digging it. I, I'd like to sit down and watch some more of them, but shit, I'm still not cut up on Stranger Things yet. Yeah. So I hope you like it. I got so finally, to go. something I, I enjoy, you'll be like, hey, I like that too. Yeah. I heard it's more approachable than a lot of other it Star seemed Wars that, It seemed that As way. As someone who's seen zero Star Wars content, Star Trek. Like the, or Star Trek, yeah, sorry. <laughs> That's all right. Uh, <laughs> I'm just saying it because yeah. there's somebody there's listening right now who's like, mother, Jesus. You might want to watch your ass. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> as someone who's seen zero Star Trek other than like the first J.J. Abrams movie, right? Like, I want to get into it. I want to like it. It's just like, I don't know, man. There's it's so too much. much. Yeah. And then you know that like, if I go back to the original, I'll it'll be too campy and I'll have a hard time. So I don't this know. one feels pretty safe, pretty approachable. Yeah. It feels like, oh, I can start right here. And they're doing all the stuff that Star Trek's always done. It's always been political. It's always been social commentary and stuff. Yeah. So, But, uh, yeah, it's a cast of characters that they they pretty much decide, like, we're going to introduce you to who these people are. There's a couple of them that I guess were in a few episodes of Discovery, but you don't really need that because they, tell you, they get you caught up real yeah. quick. So. Um, but yeah, it's. I mean, it's. It, it seems fine. I'm, I think I'll probably enjoy it once I actually get a chance to sit down. And watch I always it. tell everybody of the three that are on there. That's the easiest. That's one. the easiest one, and then Discovery would be next, and Picard might be a little that hard requires for people. Some, yeah. yeah, background. Yeah. Uh, so I know we talked about it. When I say we, I mean I know Kenny Curtis and I talked about it a little bit. Um, anybody else watch the Munsters trailer this week that dropped? <laughs> yeah. Here's yeah. the deal, man. Wow. Well, I want to like it. I, I want too. to support this movie. I want I want a Rob Zombie movie that I can say, like, yeah, I like that. Because I, the rest of his, some of them are fine. Some of them are like, well, and, you know. But I was like, well, you know. And, and the teaser they dropped early on, which had nothing. It was just, like, people walking through the front door of the house. I was like, well, and they had the music going from the theme from the show. I was like, okay, it looks like they're capturing the feel of the show. But then this full trailer dropped. <laughs> Curtis, what did you think about it? Because you were the one that brought it up the other day, and I was like, yeah, I don't know if we want to talk about it. Maybe I don't know, we should man. Talk about it. It's just um, Curtis Killingworth mm-hmm. on our other podcast. I had seen something he posted where he's like, it looks like a 12-year-old made this movie, and yeah. I'm just like, that, that's that sums exactly it what this trailer looks like. It doesn't look good. Yeah. I, like It looks like... As someone shit. who <laughs> preferred the Adams Family to the Munsters and never gave a shit about Rob Zombie because I was a little scared bitch growing up, um, <laughs> he scared me. <laughs> I, yeah, I was just like, I don't know, he creeps me out, and I'm a child, so uh, I really don't have a reason to pretend <laughs> to like be invested in that. I yeah. saw, I just saw the poster and was like, oh yeah, no, it's a movie with his wife in it. Okay, good, <laughs> good yeah, friend. again. The, the <laughs> trailer looks a little too colorful. Yeah, like the show's in black and white, and clearly they were not going to shoot this movie in black and white. But they could have muted it down a little bit. Yeah, yeah like it's almost like they went the other direction and went hard like Technicolor. Like these colors don't look like they exist in nature. Yeah, yeah, I don't yeah know. that was a little disappointing as well because I'm huge Rob Zombie fan. I like his art. I like uh, several of his shows, but this one I'm like, I don't know, man. You're gonna have to give me something a little better than this, <laughs> yeah. or I probably won't go see it. I don't know. I yeah. think I joked like, what would it have been like if he had done like an R-rated Monsters, and we're like, it'd probably be House of Thousand Corpses. I think I'd rather that at this point be a thing now after seeing this trailer. I'd rather it have been like a 
R-rated, you know, they're a bunch of cannibal <laughs> freaks or some shit. I don't know. Yeah. But I don't know. It just, it looks dumb. Yeah. Well, I don't know if this will be a palate cleanser or not, but the word is we're going to get the trailer for Halloween Ends next week on Wednesday, the 20th. Um, it's going to be attached and run in front of Nope, which makes sense. Yeah, yeah. that's fair. Yeah. But with <laughs> the way Halloween Kills went down, I don't know if it'll be. Didn't Evil die tonight? We're it, not it, evil did not die that night, <laughs> that Halloween night. People were not fans of that movie. Yeah. Evil so. dies tonight. Did you know that? I didn't know that. Evil, I also not a evil fan. dies tonight. I, I just got Apparently, so does the love of the franchise. Like a year ago. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah. So, I don't know. We'll see. I mean, I, I'm confident that they'll cut a good trailer for this. And so, that'll be good. I saw a trailer today. Did you for, for the Beavis and Butthead TV show on uh, uh, coming back? Yeah, Paramount Plus. So yeah, it looks good. Looks like good old classic. They're not Beavis and Butthead rebooting the show though, right? They're just putting the show back out with the actual. Well, they're doing both. Oh, they're they're both. putting the, they're putting the original show back out with all the original music and stuff, okay. which I'm sure was a nightmare for somebody's lawyers to oh, have to get all that together. Right. Like Especially you want me to do what now? Together, yeah, or they're exactly. dead or yeah. whatever. Who owns the rights to yeah. this stuff now? But uh, yeah, but then yeah, they're doing new episodes as well. So okay, that's yeah. awesome. Yeah, that'll be good. Well, I want to thank my co-host for being here today. Thanks everybody listening to the podcast whenever and wherever you are catching us. We got a great show for you this week. We are revealing our favorite one-hit wonders, and our playlist is like a hundred plus songs at this point. We're gonna have to start scaling back. We started off like, ooh, let's put thirty on here and let's see if we can hit that. And we did that like in January and February, and they've just gotten a little bigger every time. And then now it's like, okay, we're over a hundred songs. So even you're welcome. This playlist, yeah, you're just cherry picking. picking. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, I I think I picked I. I think might, everybody I picked, picked one like one or two, of there, yeah. and only because I was like, I feel bad if I just take all of them off of there. Yeah, you do whatever. Um, That's why they're there. <laughs> but that being said, I also, since we last recorded, went to Texas and I listened to the Pop Goes the Culture road trip on the, you on the road trip, miss, yeah, uh, just as far, if not further, to Mississippi. But it was a good, it was a solid road trip playlist. Nice. It got me at least three hours of the way before I switched to a podcast. <laughs> before, I was like, before, oh, I'm exhausted. Yeah, <laughs> from listening to all that. Yeah, but it was good. Right on. Well, let's get to the news stories from the week that was. We're going to start with the sad news first. Uh, the Sopranos star, Tony Sirico, passed away last week in an assisted living facility down in Fort Lauderdale, Florida. He was 79 years old. Polly Walnuts from The Sopranos. Uh, there, uh, there's a fun fact that's out there, and this has been uh, been verified. Apparently, the hairdressers, you know, set makeup, hair, wardrobe. Hairdressers were not allowed to touch his hair. He did his <laughs> hair every day I believe that. for himself because he wanted it the certain way, it was slicked back with the gray winked, and so yeah, he, nobody was allowed to touch his touch his hair. Hmm. Uh, I had a he, grandma like that. He blow dried it, <laughs> hair sprayed it all himself. Nobody's allowed to touch the hair. Um, but it's weird because we've lost in the last like month or two, we've lost Ray Liotta, James Caan, Tony Sirico. So a lot of these t- all gangster all the guys, yeah, all gone. the mobsters are going down. So um, yeah, if, if you're a if you're a classic Hollywood mobster kind of guy, careful. You know, maybe, maybe take some extra vitamins in, in this week. I don't know. Watch where you're at. Yeah. Uh, also passing away this week. <laughs> Monty Norman, the uh, guy who composed the James Bond theme song for Dr. No, he passed away this week at 94 years old. So young. Well, so he young. had a good run. 
Yeah, yeah. I mean, he could have squeezed out six more years, got into the century mark. Seriously, yeah. he made that far. Yeah. He lived off this thing. He was in his nineties. He was like early nineties. I don't yeah. think he made it to hundred, but yeah, he no. was in his nineties at least. Thanks, so. like, yeah, that thing pops up in every one of those movies. So. The guy that like made the most iconic theme, one of the most iconic theme songs to a oh, movie yeah. ever, movie franchise. Yeah, mm. so right on, uh, ninety-four years old. Ms. Marvel season one has ended. Did anybody watch the season one of Ms. Marvel? Has anybody gotten through? King Enix the farthest. I gave up. Yeah, I, yeah. I made it about four episodes. In, four episodes. And I just kind of stopped. It never really. I mean, the thing had yeah. the end happened that I thought would happen at the end. I was like, oh, I, c- I didn't need to watch the what I need what I watched to find that out. Yeah, could have just read an article. Yeah, uh, it was fine. The people that get it like it. Yeah, yeah. like it's good for the people. But the for. people who don't are not liking it at all. From what I'm seeing on, yep. on various different things and stuff, and I gotta say, kind of ignorant. The way they're approaching, they're not liking yeah, it. You know, they're, like, they're not liking it is not because of the content. Typically. Yes, they're yes, not it. liking it. Tends to be about the nationalities and ethnicities yes, and what's between the legs yeah. of yeah people. Yeah, yeah, my thing is, it's not for me. It's not designed for me, and that's right. fine. I'm not mad about it. It's just yep. I'm, I'm not going to watch it either. <laughs> keep forcing myself to watch it. Yep. But I wasn't mad about it. Um, but yeah, there's a lot of people that are different direction yeah. on that. The only thing I didn't and i kind of i agree with some of the people on this is uh she went from like having no idea how to use her powers to all of a sudden she's got a mastered yeah and it's like whoa that was really quick I mean, even by you like know? there's like a little training montage in episode two or three but then by like four there's a fight scene it's like oh apparently she just knows how to do everything now yeah so. she can fight completely skilled warriors that have been fighting for hundreds of years and it yeah. still but feels she like clumsy ish yeah but like She's really it's, busting it's, out some it's stops. More, like, it's, yeah. more, it's more like the Jackie Chan drunken master. Yeah, kinda, like, like, she's gonna hit. Whoops! Some I'm silly, but yeah. look at me taking everybody out. Yeah, like yeah. So I'm gonna spin around the ladder, and then there'll be a bucket somewhere involved. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but because it was you know six episodes, it's easy to watch, right? And you're not now. If it was a longer thing, I don't know how I feel about it. Honestly, that's. Yeah. They've really stuck with us. They they started six episodes, with ten, and yeah. then everything since then's been six. Yep, and it's pretty digestible that way. I yeah. mean, well, Ms. Marvel's first season is Marvel Studios' highest rated project ever on Rotten Tomatoes. The series averaged a ninety eight percent fresh, which tops Black Panther's ninety six percent fresh, and that is even after the series started before the series began. They were already in a hole because people were review bombing the show again for the reasons we talked about before a single episode or had ever been released just yeah. based on a trailer. So that seems to be a thing, whether it's this thing or a different thing, reason yeah. to be shitty about something. People are finding pe- reasons to be shitty. Where they review bombing stuff before it even drops, and it's just like, fuck it's, you guys. It's just shitty. Yeah. It's a shitty thing. And it's really the thing I like. The, the thing that kept me coming back to it was getting to see and hear the culture right. and stuff yeah. into it is so unique from everything else that we've gotten. It's like, well, this is actually kind of fun. I'm learning something. Yeah, especially where we're from. And yeah. Given right. some events that happened a few 20 years ago. Yeah. It's like, it's it's kind of refreshing to see like, oh, it's nice to see that and not a super negative light where it's yep. like, I don't know, they're bad guys because 
because of this because thing. Because they, yeah, because yeah. they're brown, because yeah. of where they're yeah. born. Yeah. yeah. And I've, and there was somebody that made a comment that I agree fully. I've been watching it with my daughter. Mm-hmm. And if you have then, yeah. a teenage kid, especially a teenage daughter that you can watch it with, you're going to find that you like this show a lot more to right. having that experience with someone who totally gets what Kamala is going through. Yeah. So. Yeah. I can see that. I'm, I'm like a few years shy. My daughter's 11. And I was like, go back and rewatch yeah. it in a couple of years. We'll watch it. We'll watch the whole thing in like three or four years. There, there you go. go. Fans at San Diego Comic Con, which is taking place next week, are getting a special treat. They will be able to go to a screening of Morbius. Oh, thank God. Two disastrous outings at the box office be damned. <laughs> I did say three times That's a charm, right? <laughs> yep. A screening of the film is planned for it. next Thursday. So if you're heading out to San Diego Comic-Con and you're like, you know, I'd like to see Morbius. I see <laughs> I how many people show up. Yeah, well, if if they get seven, that'll top their second box office outing. So, yeah. uh, man, there's some good, not the Morbius, but <laughs> man, the stuff that's coming out that's going to be exclusives to SDCC. Mm-hmm. Oh my God, yeah, there's so the many great and collectibles yeah. and stuff. Mm-hmm. Really they good stuff. And the big news of the week, the Emmy nominations were announced. Uh, Squid Game became the first non-English speaking program to be nominated for major awards. And of course, genre fare like Stranger Things, Loki, The Boys earned a number of nominations as well. HBO's Succession, which I've heard is really good, uh, leads the way with 25 nominations, followed by Apple TV Plus's Ted Lasso and HBO's The White Lotus, both with 20. HBO led the way with 108 nominations in total, followed by Netflix with 105. Uh, Zendaya's producing nomination for the show Euphoria, which she also stars in, makes her the youngest producer ever nominated for an Emmy. Emmy. Nice. Emmy. Awesome. like 26. If that. Yeah. And the award ceremony will be aired on September the 12th, right after we get back from Arkansas. So. Oh, wow. Uh, nothing really that stood out as like a ooh that's surprising or ooh that's shocking or ooh. I thought I saw there were a bunch of nominations for um. Yep. Um, yeah. That, <laughs> um, she, our flag means death. Oh, was there? Speaking of talking nice, about TV, there, I, I love that show. Yeah, it was fun. It was a little slow the first episode yeah. or two, but then once it get, once you yeah, get Blackbeard, first, yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. then it picks then, up. Yeah, yeah Taiko Tini steals the show and any of the things he makes. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's a pretty it's a pretty fun show. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, so those are your Emmy nominees. Uh, good luck to everybody who's nominated. And in other news, this is going to be a longer segment because this is right up my alley. The Fourth of July is behind us now. Which means it's not time my, to talk. Not in my area because they're still <laughs> shooting off nope. fireworks. Fourth of July is behind us, which means it's time to get ready for Halloween. Christmas. Oh. <laughs> no, not yet. <laughs> that's Excuse every me. day of my house. That's not till August, dude. Give it a month. <laughs> uh, an announcement on the Home Depot Twitter account this week said, quote, we formally invite you to save the date. Mark your calendars because on July 15th, that's today, Skelly is back in stock with some new old giant friends while supplies last. That's right. Today, this Friday, the Home Depot's 12-foot tall giant skeleton, which they call Skelly, 
is up for sale again online while supplies last. That is the caveat, while supplies last. The Home Depot first unveiled Skelly back in 2020. It quickly became a viral sensation. Then the company brought the prop back in 2021. Uh, last year, when it brought it back, they also uh, introduced a 12-foot-tall, what they call the Inferno Pumpkin, which is like oh, a yeah. skeleton when like, the chest cavity like low glows and it's got like a pumpkin head. I think it was cool. It was cool. That's going to be back this year. And from their tweet, it sounds like they're going to be adding some stuff. And today, they <laughs> confirmed that, yes, they are bringing back... Skelly, the 12 foot tall skeleton, the Inferno pumpkin skeleton variant, and which is also 12 feet tall. They are also adding a 12 foot tall hovering witch, which it's like it's a witch with the broomstick like standing straight up out of the ground. So I guess uh-huh. the, the base uh-huh. of it is the broom handle. Sure, yeah. And then the witch is holding on to the broomstick and like hovers out behind it, okay. almost like a flag kind of thing. I'm sure uh. there's got to be something there to keep it stable, um, which looks cool as hell. Yeah. Uh, they have a nine and a half foot tall immortal werewolf, which looks kind of janky, to be honest. Okay. Uh, an eight foot tall smoldering reaper, which when I read that, I was like, it's like the Grim Reaper, like doing like, like, a, like, like doing like, blue steel. Yeah, exactly. That's what I was thinking. I'm like, it's gonna be like, yeah. it can't go left. No, nope. yeah. it's laying on his side like Malcolm. Yeah. <laughs> but it's a uh, yeah, it's it's a grim it's a grim reaper. Yeah, no, it's it's, it's uh, Burt Reynolds on the bearskin rug. Oh, yes. uh, no, it's a. Uh, it's a grim reaper and then it's got the same like the bones in the chest you know the rib cage is like kind of enclosed and it lights from inside there and stuff but the big one they're bringing in a 15 foot tall they call it the towering phantom okay. uh, it's this is just giant like the head of like like a scream mask almost looking thing at the top of it and then it's just like gauzy strips that kind of hang off of it 15 foot tall all of that stuff for sale uh at the home depot online starting today if anybody wants to gift the podcast a full (laughs) set uh, we would find a place to put them We'll and we take would the pictures. <laughs> we'd take the pictures. We'd thank you publicly. Um, and you know, I feel like with something like that, there's no place to store them. And so, what we would do is kind of like what the old people used to do with those like uh, cement ducks, geese on their front just porch. Stay there all year. Just keep it up all year. And yeah. like it's Easter time, so go put bunny ears on all yeah. of them. Or you know, I mean, there's people that do the Christmas tree. Yeah, anyway. exactly. That's what I do with our skeleton in the yeah, back of the car. Exactly. So I, I feel like you know, if somebody wants to uh, show their support for the show. Um, that's the best. Let me know. Reach out to me, and we'll give you the shipping address. <laughs> I did enjoy everybody that had the skel- the skelly, and then they would and have like the skeleton putting up the Christmas yeah, lights. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I was like, that is fantastic. That's a fun, yeah. fun way to do it. Yep, that's the way to do it. Uh, Spirit Halloween is getting prepared to open up nationwide locations by hosting a grand opening event in their flagship store in Egg Harbor Township, New Jersey. On July the 30th, as if the opening of the store wasn't exciting enough. So does that keep the same location? Because that, yeah. okay. that one stays put. Uh, the event will also feature the world premiere of the trailer for the upcoming Spirit Halloween movie that's oh. going to be coming out. Oh, yeah. Later this year. Uh, there will also have a number of family-friendly experiences to help kick off the creepiest time oh. of the year. That is on July the 30th. And finally, in other news, promotional materials show that Fruit Brute will be making a return to grocery store shelves alongside Count Chocula, 
Booberry and Frankenberry cereals. It's been eight years since Fruit Brute, that is the werewolf looking dude, mm-hmm. was last available for purchase. No word yet on Yummy Mummy appearing again. It was get, also pulled from shelves in 2014. We need to get all four boxes and have. I've got, I've got three up there of the of the original, you know, the, the uh, big three. Booberry and. Booberry and Count Chocula and Frankenberry. Well, that'd be fun yeah. to have like just a little small bowl, nothing big, just each one of them. We just talk about it because a lot of people probably haven't had it in forever. Oh, and, yeah. I'd be all right. We could. Ooh, we got a taste test video coming up then. We'll yeah. That. You don't have Yummy Mummy either. Dude. No, Yummy Mummy has also not been on store shelves since 2014. If we can get both of those, by God, we'd be set. I, I, I see you. I yeah. see you, Dakota. I dated a girl named Yummy Mummy. <laughs> yeah, I thought you said he dated her mom. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> dated a few Yummy Mummies myself. <laughs> well, let us know what you think of the top stories each and every week. If we use your suggestion, we'll give you a shout out in an upcoming episode. Send us your suggestions on Facebook and Twitter. Just search for and follow us at PGTC Podcast. Post your comments, tag us in news stories there, or call us on the hotline at 417-986-7842 and leave a message with your comments. We just might play them on an upcoming episode. The hotline is open 24 hours a day, seven days a week. We would like to hear from you. I also heard this. So if you're listening and you're not in the U.S. or Canada. And you're like, I'd like to call the hotline, or maybe you have an accent. I'd like to call the hotline. I don't know what accent you have. Um, <laughs> Careful. You can, <laughs> you can pull up Skype, apparently, and type in the phone number and make the call that way via Skype. And oh. leave us a recorded message. Learn something new every day. Yeah. So, anyway, links to all that and more over at popgoestheculture.com. Do not mean to offend our generic <laughs> accent users so I said there. be careful yeah we lost Canada because some <laughs> off the cuff comment Kenny made a couple of years ago yeah fuck them yeah <laughs> <laughs> anyone we got back they're, like, okay, they're all gone now gone. there's a dude yeah. from Canada that I follow on TikTok that makes me laugh hard to like my belly hurts right. he is so funny it. god it's I just it. Mike Myers this <laughs> no. guy's so funny I don't know if anyone's heard of him <laughs> no but he's like been Jim Carrey have you heard of this Jim Carrey guy? but he's been doing like the letter Kenny the way they talk yeah. stuff he's been doing it for like two or three years before that was even a show yeah. and stuff and god he is hilarious <laughs> you guys should hear it when anytime Kenny gets a uh, text message it's just fuck Canada from South <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I enjoyed what little Canada I got to see <laughs> <laughs> On this date in entertainment and pop culture, July the 15th, 1968, the daytime soap opera One Life to Live premiered. I have no idea what even network that was even on. I've never heard of it. Apparently it's had a lot of lives to live. On July the 15th, 1972, Honky Chateau became Elton John's first number one album in the U.S. It included this song. gonna be a long, long time Touchdown brings me round and get to find I'm not the man they think I am at home Nobody knows those words right there. Yeah, <laughs> I, you know, for <laughs> everybody my has heard years of my word, life, yeah. I I can't even remember what I thought it was now, but uh, <laughs> I had heard it on a really good stereo system, and I'm like, wait, those are the words? <laughs> yeah, I was like, oh, I didn't know that. Nobody knows those words right there. Um, is it burning out his fuse up here alone? Yeah, it could be. Yeah, it could be. Maybe. <laughs> Hard to knows. say. Yeah, yep. ask ask Ridge next it's time. It's one see of the songs that's. Overplayed that I'm never sick of hearing though. 
why. Yeah. Does I don't it, know why. Is it okay. famous for having misheard lyrics? or No, not necessarily. No, no but it's not heard at all. I, I yeah. don't know for how many people. For me, I that one line right there, yeah. I never understood no, until... It's, it's that I think it's a combination of the accent and he's trying to... Sp- He's trying to keep the rhythm, but he's also got to get them out quick. So it all just kind of slurs together. So, <laughs> On July the 15th, 1983, the film version of The Pirates of Penzance, starring Kevin Kline, Linda Ronstadt, and Angela Lansbury premiered in the U.S. Cool. Nobody cares about that? No, never nope. heard about that. On Jul- this, is, this is always weird to me. <laughs> On July the 15th, 1988, Die Hard, a Christmas movie, Directed by John McTiernan, starring Bruce Willis and Alan Rickman, was released in the U.S. on July the 15th. It's weird when you run into those. Every once in a while, you'd be like, ooh, Batman Returns came out in June or whatever. Yeah. Christmas in June. I mean, that was when blockbusters were a thing still. Oh, yeah. Um, We used to rent from there all the time. Yeah. I mean, also the stores, (laughs) but yeah. Yeah. I mean, like the actual blockbusters. (laughs) Yeah. It wasn't just like a Marvel film or something. Right. They had other movies in theaters. movies came out in in the summer. That was... uh, It's crazy. Yeah. Yeah, you have movies like you know Razor the Lost Ark that was in theaters for like twenty one weeks. Yeah, and Back with, because they didn't have it. Yeah, it's weird to think about that. Like now, it's like ah, oh, we got a new movie or two or three every week. Nah, back I, in the early you know, back prior to like nineteen eighty two or eighty three, that didn't happen. I, I was, having, I mean, even the ninety, I was having a discussion with friends. And I was like, you know, I used to think it was because I have kids and I'm older that I don't have time to finish stuff. And yeah. I realized, sure, I have less time than I did as a kid, but, but there's more there's shit. so much more <laughs> shit all the time, whether it's games, movies, books, shows, podcasts, like everything's flooded. And it's all good stuff. It's just, yeah, you just can't get through time it. It's not possible. It. Yeah. July the 15th, 2005, Wedding Crashers, starring Owen Wilson and Vince Vaughn premiered. I had that on PSP. <laughs> wow. The little movie wow. disc. I was so excited. That's the way that it was meant to be seen, yeah. not just like that. Yeah, I think I was 14 and should not have had the movie. Yeah, I was it, it was the unrated? Oh, yeah, yeah. it was. Yeah, yeah, it was. My mom did not pay attention. A lot of titties in that one. Yeah. <laughs> That's a good movie. Tiny little titties on my PSP. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> hey, we support all breasts. Yeah, that's show. right. Yeah, I, I, mean, I was there for it. <laughs> July the fifteenth. I bet you were. <laughs> <laughs> I paused that movie so many times. <laughs> Wore that PSP out. <laughs> Could walk straight for weeks. <laughs> July the fifteenth, two thousand six. Well, this was a, a, a high water mark for humanity. Uh, Twitter was launched July fifteenth, two thousand six. It's weird to think that I was fifteen years old when Twitter came out. Yeah, it sure did. Yeah, Twitter was one of those things that I had, didn't use for like 10 years, and then come back on. And I was like, I want to get out there on Twitter, see what's going on. And I was like, oh, no, I'm coming. I need to reel that (laughs) back in a little bit. Ooh, that dumpster fire is catching. It feels like it's older than MySpace. It feels like it's always been around since like even when MySpace was around. I've never. I had a Twitter account for like five minutes once, and I was. That was funny. I was yeah. like, "Oh no, I hate this." So, yeah. I only got back into doing it because we started a Twitter page on yeah. Paco's Culture, and I was like, "Oh well, I should do that." And then I changed my name, and I started using it for other stuff, finding figure stuff and different things like that. I'm like, "Oh, this is my happy place on Twitter. I'll just stay in this." Yeah, I'll row. keep the rest of that shit out. <laughs> yeah. On July the fifteenth, two thousand nine, Harry Potter and the Half Blood Prince, the sixth film based on the books by J.K. Rowling was released worldwide. Never watched it. I saw it at the theater here in town. There you go. And finally, July the 15th, 2016, a little show called Stranger Things debuted over on Netflix nice. six years ago today. Hmm. Wow. And those kids are 40 years those old. Kids, somehow, those kids <laughs> went from 12 to 45 <laughs> yeah. in the six years that that show's been on the air. 
Uh, coming up this week in entertainment pop culture, Connecticon out in Connecticut and the Southern Fried Gaming Expo down in Atlanta are both running this weekend through Sunday. If you're in either of those areas, go check them out. This Friday, today, Spider-Man No Way Home is streaming over on Stars. That's a great place to get Yes. It. Finally. I, I know finally get been, to see it. It's only been time. seven months or oh, Killing me. What happened to 45 days, guys? Come on. I man. know. I feel like this is because it was a joint like Sony-Marvel thing. Yeah. Like, they did not stream on Disney Plus. That's unknown. So when's it coming out? It comes out today, Friday. Today? Oh, God. I know what I'm watching tonight. Yeah. This Sunday is National Ice Cream Day. Yeah, don't, don't break <laughs> so, the illusion that we're not so, recording this live as so, people are listening. Sorry, everyone. God damn it, Kenny. I'm National, delusion. It's Nash, hot in it's here. Yeah, My yeah, mind's all crazy. <laughs> <laughs> this Sunday's National Ice Cream Day, which begs the question, favorite flavor of ice cream? Go. <laughs> I hate to say it, vanilla. <laughs> right? Curtis? So fucking vanilla. <laughs> uh, Missionary. Uh, uh, I'm going to say Rocky Road. It's always my Back door. Rocky Road. All right. Uh, cookies and cream. I also am going to go with vanilla because you can add anything to vanilla that's and it doesn't it fuck up the ice yeah. cream. Yeah, I almost yeah, said pecans. The chocolate syrup, kind of one the me. Reese's yeah. stuff. Uh, peanut butter, yeah. crunchy yeah. peanut butter. Warm yeah. it up in the microwave just a little bit to oh, get a little yeah. softer. A little peanut butter in there a is peanut so butter and good. Chocolate. Oh, yeah. yeah. Kind of with a couple of vanilla dudes here. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's right. <laughs> <laughs> well, here we go. Next Wednesday is National Hot Dog Day. How do you top your hot dog? Go. Uh, it's just cold, raw hot dog. <laughs> oh, God. I just swallow the whole. <laughs> he films the first only thing. <laughs> uh, no, I uh, I like to try to sw- to like uh, helix whatever like that double helix double the- helix with ketchup and mustard, <laughs> right? And then a line of relish down the middle if I'm really feeling adventurous. Nice, nice. Uh, I like to grill uh, onions and peppers and throw it on there with a little bit of ketchup. Oh, that's nice. Very good. You know my answer, plain. Yeah, <laughs> if you guy. cannot <laughs> live <laughs> on the taste of your meat. Alone, I will, um, meat in quotes. <laughs> what, what, what's Joe's? Uh, mustard, relish, and onions. That's reasonable. Okay. Or chili and nacho cheese. Yeah, that's okay. a good one, too. So yeah. that being Either said, or. I had one. an argument about this this weekend. Mustard and onions. <laughs> Sorry. <there. laughs> mustard and onions on a chili cheese coney. Is that weird? That seems weird to me. That feels weird because it feels like those are two separate things. Yeah. It was a Texas friend that was like, oh, that's, they, oh, that's have, Texas. It. they have it on the menu at Sonic. Hey, like, you want to lose it. our Texas listeners real quick? <laughs> 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 I didn't shit on them. I'm just saying it's not it's not a normal thing here. No, but they're shitting on a national thing <laughs> called a chili dog. Yeah. That's right. God damn it. <laughs> I was like, well, there's already chili and cheese on it. Why would you add mustard and onions? And like, It's actually pretty good. Like, you can okay. get the onions on the chili and cheese. Yeah, I'm okay onions, with yeah. that. But mustard is Step too you far. Throw me off with the mustard a little bit. Yeah, I did I see a guy do like a, a I don't know three or four uh, different cheeses, and then uh, did some pepperoni on the grill and put it all together, and then put it on hot dog. I was like, hmm, that actually might be pretty good. Could be, yeah. <laughs> and next Thursday, a couple things going on. Like we talked about, San Diego Comic Con kicks off next Thursday. You can go see Morbius if you're in San Diego. If you're if you spend the money and you book the hotel room and you're ready to go, I'm going to San Diego. It's a once in a lifetime experience. I mean, if you want to spend part of your day to go see Morbius, you can do so next Thursday. Well, I mean, it's a good chance. A lot of people, it was sold out for so long that. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, you didn't get a chance to check it out. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Primal season two premieres over on Adult Swim. Did anybody watch Primal, the animated show? I heard it was 
was oh, really, it's good. really good. I yeah. didn't watch it, but I, I, it's on my huge list. So. Yeah, yeah. You can catch uh, the first season on HBO Max, probably on Hulu as well. If the I had person to guess. behind it is big for something else. Uh, too, right? Yeah, he uh, did Samurai Jack. He did Dexter's Laboratory uh, back in the old days. Yeah, yeah. yeah. so he knows what he's doing. He yeah. very much knows. What he's doing. <laughs> it's about a uh, caveman and a dinosaur. And that's all yeah. I'll tell you. All right. And yes. there's no dialogue whatsoever. Yeah, I've heard it's without the dialogue. So yeah. so just awesome. you're so invested in something with no dialogue. Yeah, it's really good. And we'll be recording a brand new episode of the Pop Goes the Culture podcast next Thursday. Be sure to check out that next Friday in the podcast player of your choice. We're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, we are going to be revealing our favorite one-hit wonders, our playlist. And I think Kenny's got some stuff he wants us to taste test as I well. Do. So we're going to get to that in just, just a few pants. Ice cream. It's vanilla ice cream and plain hot dogs. <laughs> it is not. It's in my pants. <laughs> we're going to get to all that and more right after this. We'll be right back. Hello friends, my name is Jason A. Meiske. I'm a thriller author and the host of the Sample Chapter Podcast. I'd like to invite you to join me each week as I introduce you to authors from all over the world. Together we have a nice little chat before the guest author reads a sample chapter from one of their books. There's been sci-fi, westerns, romance, horror, thrillers, and even the weird. There's names you don't know and for sure several that you do. And with over 100 episodes so far, you're sure to find a new favorite book. So come on over and join us every Tuesday on the Sample Chapter Podcast. Welcome to the land of Hawaiian punch. Come on in and find the flavors that pack a punch. Look, fruit juicy red. I'm fruit juicy because I'm made with lots of fruit flavors. And there's your friend grape. Grape? I'm great grape because I'm the grapiest. Mm. Don't forget very berry. Strawberries, raspberries, I'm very, very berry. Which flavor is your favorite? And do come again to the land of Hawaiian punch. Where fun never ends. All right, Kenny, what you got over there for us? You've been. This is something you talked about back during the road trip stuff back in June, right? I, yeah, and I got a couple different things. All right. Um, well, do you, it's we, up to you. This is your segment. You, okay. you don't, don't ask me. Um, I think everybody <laughs> might like the taste of the Reese's. These are the Reese's big cup that have the uh, potato chips in it. Oh, so shit. it's a Reese's so, peanut butter cup with potato chips. Okay. Yeah, up in it. salty and so, sweet though. I like that. They're relatively. Yeah. New, yeah. so yeah, I brought um, some of my dad's hand pies for you guys to try. One of the funniest damn things we've talked about. <laughs> God, that was hilarious! And then, oh boy, I got these Rocky Road the Man After My Heart. Peter Get your off of back there. there. <laughs> know where your hands been? <laughs> yeah, you do. That's but, why it's been on your um, Rocky Road. We have the traditional one, which is handmade chocolate coated marshmallows with cashews on top okay and then we have the uh one it's really bad writing uh, <laughs> it's got the dark chocolate on there okay. and it's topped with the um the uh sea salt and cashews so okay right on. um so what do you want to hit us with first then well let's try let's do the sea salt one okay. all, right. All, right. all right and i, I likes it salty i do i like it salty I like it some salty nuts yeah 
Salty hand pies, baby. Salty hand pies. <laughs> Salty hand pies are a totally different story. <laughs> so I'll let you yes, guys put those and uh, okay. do that now. And describe these, it for us as you yeah. go. I'm, I'm going to grab one. Oh, here. Yeah. yeah, he's got another one. Yeah. So go ahead and take a bite there. And just throw it this way. Just skip it across the table. There you go. So this is just a big ass marshmallow covered in chocolate and salty nuts. Yeah, somehow I didn't understand how much marshmallow that was going to be. It's yeah. not bad. It's really good. all marshmallow. It's it reminds really me, soft in there. It's just like uh, there's like a thing they sell that's just like this. A chocolate covered marshmallow? Pretty much, yeah. yeah. Kind of what it reminds me of. Dark chocolate's not bad. Sometimes you get dark chocolate. And it's too fucking bitter. Yeah. And this is yeah, not bad. I'm not a big fan of dark chocolate, no. so I was a little nervous tasting this, but it's not bad. Now, what it doesn't have a lot of are the nuts, at least on the piece I got. There's a few. I can see a couple of them, uh-huh. yeah. but there's not a lot of nuts. Yeah, they really need to advertise the marshmallow being the biggest part of this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I thought there were like, going to be little chunks of marshmallow in there. It's just a marshmallow wrapped in a little thin I was expecting something yeah, more like a granola bar or like a yeah, like a Rice Krispie treat type of thing with chocolate and marshmallow mixed in. But I mean, it's good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, not bad. Now, here's a, a traditional one that I grew up on. And, I uh, love when Uncle K-Dub cooks dinner. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, we have a supper night, Ed, and you're getting half of a Rocky Road marshmallow bar. You're welcome. <laughs> and uh, I just always love these, and I uh, hope you guys like it, too. We pick something that takes a long time to chew for a podcast. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but it's the same thing. It's just a milk chocolate this time. Mm-hmm. Instead of the dark chocolate. Yeah, it doesn't have the sea salt like the other one had the sea salt. Yeah, no, that's just checking. I should have checked beforehand. And yeah, this does it's have got eggs in it. <laughs> I better not. I'm going to die from that half I just ate. I'm sorry. No, that's all right. Actually, I didn't check it. It may or may not have had eggs. I'm guessing it did if it's got marshmallows. Oh, yeah. What? No, it did not. So I'm okay. Yeah, I'm covered. <laughs> it's it's known allergens were milk, soy, and cashews. So I'm fine and with the dark check, chocolate one. You check this in time. Mm. Yep. Um, We'll talk about it later. I was going to ask about your <laughs> potato situation. No, we didn't. We we decided to hold off till August because that Monday is the first, and that's easier mentally for me. Yeah, if I can start something on a Monday, it sounds like something you want to put off as long as you can. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> I, I heard this talk. About it's not it. something you look forward to at all. I say, if they started, I feel like I would have known. Oh yeah, no, you'd know. We'd be some grumpy assholes. Yeah. I like no, that. We'll, or we'll say the original one does have more nuts in it. Does it? <laughs> <clears throat> yes, I like it. Mm. I think I like the ice cream more, but I like I did, I did Rocky Road ice cream. Yeah, yeah, right on. So you probably can't eat these then. Uh, let me check it. Throw one over here. Let me see. It all depends. I am curious about this. I did not know this existed. No, I didn't. Either. This is relatively new, and this is literally four weeks off the line. Right. So they usually wait uh, six months or six weeks, and then they ship them out after that. I'm good so on the, this. Okay. Is this a, a thing? Like Reese's yeah. and potato chips, is that a thing people do? Uh, I have heard. So I've seen people do like chocolate dipped uh, potato chips okay. before. But I've never seen peanut butter and chocolate and potato chips. So this will be interesting. And it, this is something that I'm not. I normally don't like stuff in my Anything really, Mr. Vanilla, Mr. Plain Hot Yes, I would I never have guessed. I know. So it's definitely it's crunchy. Huge. Yeah, I like. Remember when you like 
coming from the swimming as a kid, you make a sandwich and you put peanut butter. <laughs> there's you, a microphone. There it is. Found it. Remember when you're coming from swimming and uh, you'd make a sandwich and you'd end up putting like a bunch of potato chips on it? Mm. You really felt gourmet about that shit? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if that's the right word, but <laughs> not sure about that, but, but I like, enjoyed yeah, it, yes. But that really felt like a discovery as like a 12 year old, and mm. I feel like this is the vibe here. Yeah. It kind of reminds me of um, pretzel. Just yeah. kind of that saltiness of yeah, it. Yeah, the saltiness and the crunchiness, mm-hmm. it definitely tastes more pretzel than it does potato chip. Mm-hmm. And that's not a bad thing, I don't think. No, yeah. are good. I like it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, with the pretzel, it's more like more of a take five kind of vibe to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's good. Yeah, of, of the two that I tried, I feel like salty this is the better one. Salty goes with peanut butter mm-hmm. pretty well, too. Uh-huh. In a lot of cases, peanut butter is pretty salty on its yeah. own. So yeah, yeah. I don't. Well, thanks for bringing those in. Yeah, my get my vote goes uh, the Reese's Cup by a landslide. Oh you know, yeah, same. yeah. It's just a little more to latch on to, I think. But the the other ones are good. Mm-hmm. And it's the size of a regular Reese's cup, but it's about twice as thick. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's good too. There's a lot packed in here. Mm-hmm. It feels like it's more packed in here. I don't know if that's to keep the potato chip maybe from. Probably. When you bite into it, not just crumbling mm-hmm. out or something. Could be. But. I like it. I'm about to get a drink before we can continue podcasting, though, so give me a second. So I've seen, uh, like, they're getting into standees for these at places, but they haven't received them yet. So probably because they've got to wait another week before they can ship yeah, them out. out. Where yeah. did you find them? Uh, my uh, sister-in-law works at... <laughs> he knows uh, somebody who knows somebody. Uh, she works at Reese's? She works or, at uh, Hershey. Hershey. I guess, yeah, whoever makes Reese's. We should have stopped and grabbed some on our way through town. They came and um, they visited and brought us, like, the white chocolate Christmas trees, the regular yeah. thing. We, Stuff they're getting ready for. We, gave a, we made a lot of people happy last week by giving away <laughs> boxes. Right. They her- brought us, like, eight boxes of each. Where's so, Hershey? Uh, Jonesboro, Arkansas. Oh, that's shit. Okay. Yep. Well, that's Nestle. Oh, that's Nestle. That's why I'm this is her, This is uh, out in uh, Stanford, Stanton, whatever, uh, uh, West Virginia. Oh, okay. Virginia. I thought there was a Hershey, Pennsylvania. There is. That's oh. where it's, that's the home oh. base. But, okay, yeah, they okay. have factories all over yeah, the place. Yeah, that makes sense. But that's where they're from. Yep. Right awesome. on. Those are good. Nice. Well, I mean, this week we're doing our favorite one-hit wonders. And I will tell you... I feel like in some of these, we've stretched the definition of a one-hit wonder. <laughs> yes, that's the one song we all know from that band. Was it a hit? Yeah, well, that's debatable in some cases. It but made the charts. Yeah, we're going to go with it. Uh, so, yeah, we're going to talk about ours. What we'll do is uh, we're going to go around uh, one at a time and give a pick, oh, and we'll listen to a little right. bit of it. Uh, talk about why we picked it, and then we'll go to the next person. We'll go all the way around the table once. We'll do that three different times, so everybody will get up with three picks. And then the entire uh, 100, I think it's like 105-song playlist uh, is on Spotify. We have links to that both in the episode description here on this uh, episode and at popgoestheculture.com, so you can find it a couple different ways. Uh, so, yeah, you could probably get all the way to Texas <laughs> and yeah. back with what we've got on this playlist. Uh, we'll start, um, let's see, we'll start with we'll start with Curtis. Curtis hasn't started anything yet. We'll go Curtis, and then Kenny, and then uh, Dakota, and then I'll do the last pick. Awesome. Eat the other half of my candy bar. Right. There. there you go. You got time. All right, Curtis, let's go to you for your first pick. What's the first song that you were going to add to our playlist? I'm going to go out of order. That's so fine. I'm going to start with Pepper. By the butthole surfers. I don't mind the sun sometimes. The images it shows. 
on my lips and smell it in my nose. Cinnamon and sugary and softly spoken lies. You never know just how to look through other people's eyes. So, um, yeah, when you listen to anything by the Butthole Surfers, that is probably the tamest song that they've ever made. Right. Yeah. Uh, Which is why it's the only one that anybody's heard. It's the only one that ever charted. So, uh, yeah, and it's uh, probably not even the first Butthole Surfers song I ever listened to. I didn't know it was them until, like, years later. But, yeah, it's a a great song, and I can see why uh, people like it. But I can also see why it's the only song that (laughs) Yeah, after listening to the rest of the songs, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, Oh, yeah, let's go back to Pepper. Around the time it came out, um, I was out in Arizona, and they had a little dingy-ass club that they were playing, (laughs) and I knew them from before because I was kind of into that genre of music, any genre of music, but especially that. So I got to see them play that, and I was like... Man, I I hadn't heard that song until I saw them play, and I was like, oh, so I had to go out and buy the cassette tape. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. The the record. (laughs) Dating the eight track. No, no, it was on tape. (laughs) The uh, first Bubble Surfer song I ever heard was called The Lord is a Monkey. Yeah. And it was on the Beavis and Butthead soundtrack. Yep. That makes sense. Yeah. You're you're going hard on the Beavis and Butthead this week. Well, yeah. since you I, watched the new one, you've been like on a Beavis and Butthead it's kick. Been, I, mean, uh, I just got into Beavis and Butthead a month ago. I'm here. <laughs> I'm here to talk about it. It's nice to have someone to talk about. Well, you and well, Curtis could run the Beavis and Butthead episode. On the other podcast, my pick got picked. So I there you go. Beavis and Butthead. So yeah, that's right. <laughs> All right. So Curtis started us off with Pepper by the Butthole Surfers. Kenny, let's go to you for your first pick. What are you going to go with? I'm going to go with uh, Space Lord by Monster Magnet. I've been stuffed in your pocket for the last hundred days. When I don't get my bath, I take it out on the slaves. So grease up your baby for the ball on the hill. I'll polish them rockets now and swallow those pills and say, oh. Space Lord, motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, oh, love this song. Uh, surprisingly, I got to see them before I even knew who they were. They played um, here in Springfield. Yeah. One Regency, it oh, was really? that uh, the Juke Joint. Okay, yeah, that's the same fucking place. <laughs> they was, all run together. It was like three dollars to see yeah, or something yeah. like that. So I was like, yeah, shit, we're not doing nothing else. Let's go check them out. That's a hundred dollars in today's money. I was like, holy crap! <laughs> With inflation, so we got to talk to them afterwards and everything. And they had their little CD yeah. and stuff like that. And I, I was like, oh my god, yeah, I gotta have that. I just they put on a hell of a show. And it was it was dirty. There was a group called Zodiac Mind Warp and the Love Reaction that I loved when I was like fourteen. Mm-hmm. That almost nobody knows who that is. Um, they had that feel, and yeah. I was just like, oh, I love that dirty, raunchy rock. Sound. What'd you call it? A gutter rock. Yeah, gutter rock. There, yeah, there's a, a song I knew by Monster Magnet from something else, and I don't remember what the what turned the it context on. yeah but yeah. it was one song that wasn't this song that i didn't know was like their big famous song and you guys turned me on to that and i spent like a month listening to like all of monster magnet stuff for uh 
Yeah, after we you got to <laughs> yeah. it. The whole so album that's off of is just fantastic. Every yeah, song is just trip. God, yeah. so good. Oh, that's the song too, Power Tripping. Oh, was it? Um, yeah. yeah, yeah. That's right the song on. I know. Power Tripping. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Dakota, let's go to you for your first. Which of your three do you want to go with? Um, I'll go. I'll start it off with the start first the one. It was a. Uh, it was influenced by Curtis's pick because when I think <laughs> so of, it's influenced by every ever. live concert you've ever been to. <laughs> they played this while you're waiting for the band to take the stage. <laughs> yeah, no, I, uh, I just. I, for for whatever reason, Pepper also makes me think of Blister in the Sun by the Violent Femmes. Oh. Yeah, no, I don't know another song by the. I think I know maybe one other song <laughs> by the. Do they have any other songs? I, I know, know a couple. <laughs> I, know a couple. <laughs> I felt like Monster Magnet had more hits than Space Lord, but like for sure, I can't think of another violent song. <laughs> no, um, no. <laughs> and then I mean, Butthole Surfer is kind of same. Like, yeah, there's fans of those bands, but like, that's, I, that's I'm their not only one of them. Yeah. I like that song, and it's fine. And everyone does the. That right, little, yeah. like the same way they do the friends clap. Exactly. Right? Like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Anything I can clap along with. Final Films <laughs> yeah. has like a weird career. They started out, they made one album and they were like, there's no hits on this. What is this? And so they made a second album, which is what this song was on. It yeah. had all their hits on it. And then they continued to make weird stuff after that. Yeah. They're like, here you go. Here's your fucking hits. Yeah. <laughs> let us, let us, leave us alone. That's <laughs> why so I got, we were in Columbia and uh, they were playing and Fleming and John was opening up for uh, them. Yeah. And I was like, I do not want to go see this. And I got drug along, so I was like, fine, whatever. And I actually enjoyed that show. I ended up liking both the groups. I was like, I'll be damned. I, okay. <laughs> and there are other songs, but I've heard songs by them. And liked yeah, them. but there's, just, there's a reason they're one hit. Yeah, I've never thought. <laughs> and the way they perform their stuff live was different than because I bought the uh, CD and I was like oh I don't like these as much as I did live just the way they redid them live was really good but uh, great group though love it right on all right for my first pick uh, so (laughs) putting together the list I just ran through a list of one hit wonders and that's where the 105 came from because I was like ooh yeah let's throw a bunch of these on here and just see what sticks so many good ones and I had a hard time getting out of the 80s because that's when I grew up Mm. and that's when one hit wonders kind of ruled the radio (laughs) like hey we need a song for this movie what do you have and so somebody would write they're like well this is my one thing and then it'd be in the radio stations and it'd be in the movie soundtracks and it's like hey there's your one song Mm -hmm. Um, so I had a hard time getting out of the 80s so my first pick is going to be from the 80s and uh, it is Black Velvet by Alana Miles Sexy time song. Hell yeah. <laughs> Fuck yeah. 
Mario. It's funny. It's like, yeah, this has got this sultry kind of southern. And it's 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 a song about Elvis. Is what the song yeah. is about. So it's just kind of funny. It's like, oh yeah, you know, listen well, to this song, this lady singing about Elvis. You and know. there's been so many remakes by men and women yeah. both, and they nobody can't touch that vocal. No. Yeah, that is just pure sex coming yeah, out of the speakers. That, <laughs> like you can feel the humidity coming out coming exactly. out of your speakers. I'm like, good lord. Exactly. I'm getting the vapors. I declare. I got something happening in my lower regions. <laughs> oh god. So yeah, Black Velvet is uh, my first pick. Curtis, we go to you for your second pick. You've got Pepper by the Butthole Surfers. Where are you going next? I'm going to go My taxi's been done I didn't put two two together for a second. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> the fact that three of us made the journey up at the same time. <laughs> yes, yes. I hardly know her. <laughs> uh, Curtis, uh, I'm not sure if I want to ask. <laughs> Why did you pick Come On Ivy? goddamn catchy song. It's a really catchy song. <laughs> yeah, um, absolutely. And it's just it's that weird area of the 80s that yeah, everything was kind of simp and yeah. uh, double entendres and it's it's just great. It's wonderful. So. Um, I don't know if it's the <laughs> beginning of season two of Preacher. Yeah. When they had that whole like fight scene while the song's playing yeah. and it was one of the cooler things. That that was kind of the beginning of that trend where they play like an older cool song while like a crazy fucking well, fight Yeah, while stuff's happening. Yeah. yeah. And everybody aped it since then. Legion yeah. aped it. Uh, Umbrella Academy Academy aped it. Um, Kingsman has done it. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's remember, a catchy song, though. I remember they used it in a, an episode of Spaced, where they were, uh, I can't remember the character's name, but he was the artist, uh, and he's having a flashback, and he's at like an 80s dance party, he's all <laughs> dressed in like a leather hat and everything, and he's all timid and awkward, and everyone's dancing around, and this song's playing, he spills his beer on somebody, and they punch him. <laughs> all right. Like, I remember it from that. So. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> I, just, I remember the video where they're all shirtless in overalls for no <laughs> reason. <laughs> I don't know why. Which was a theme in several different... <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, the, our house in Miller Street. They yeah, were uh, yeah just standing around, no shirts on in our yeah, overall. Banana Rama like too. Oh, well. <laughs> not my house. Wait, what are you talking about? Your house might have been <laughs> Banana Rama too, but they had tank tops on. So. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, come on, Eileen. Come all over, Eileen. <laughs> all right. <laughs> yes, and as soon as we get to come on, Eileen, three of us <laughs> jerking off motions at the same time, unscripted. Um, yeah. <laughs> all right. Let's go to Kenny for your second pick. Kenny, what are you going to go with? I'm going to go with. With Hot Child in the City. Oh, no one knows this. I know this.
what so, I had. So many times we've changed the lyrics to that song. Yeah. <laughs> he would have actually had more hits, but Chris Hansen got a hold of him. So. <laughs> Apparently. <Yeah. laughs> what would the lyrics you change? <laughs> oh, just whatever, you know. Whatever you can rhyme with city. <laughs> <laughs> what, whatever that could be. <laughs> whatever that might be. Hot but, child in the city. But I've always liked that, and I loved it when they used it in the part in uh, Hot t- or Fast Times of Ridgemont High yeah. and stuff like that. So that's kind of an iconic scene that they used that in, and I was like, yes, because I always loved that song. Who, so. who was it that sings that? Nick Gilder. Oh, classic Nick Gilder. Yeah. <laughs> yes. yeah I mean, yeah, there's only one reason you heard that. So, um, so where are you going to go with uh, for your next pick, Dakota? Uh, I think, and my dad has named every vehicle that he has owned <laughs> After that this was song. his color. Awesome. Uh, Betty, for this reason, Black Betty is my pick. They do have a little bit of an intro with this song. Yeah. This is iconic as the words. Dude. Yeah, more so. Yeah. My first experience with that song, I was 12, and I watched Kung Pao. <laughs> Enter the and, fist. Yeah, and they play that song, which is already a lot going on in that movie. But I was like, holy shit, that song. Like, the riff is awesome. Like, he says the same three things the whole time, but even the vocals are awesome. Right. And as an adult, I watched the video, and just a bunch of dudes that look like you would think they would look. Yep. Uh, just mustaches and long hair, playing that in like a, like it looks like a junkyard. They're just like yeah. in a parking lot singing about Black Betty. And I was like, this is probably racist somehow, but I haven't figured it out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, appreciate it. But now, um, there's so many like good covers of that song, too. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. Like Spider Bait's done a cover of it, and I, their one hit wonder, whose one hit is a cover of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Um, yeah. Isn't this a cover as well, or no? I know this I is so. I think it's the original. Yeah, Ram Jam originally did it, but yeah. Ram Jam man yeah. pies. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, Eileen, with them Ram Jams. <laughs> Bring your friend, Black Betty. All right, uh, let's see. So I'm going to go with my second pick next. Um, Again, I, I told you, uh, in the 80s, I was just kind of a basic bitch for 80s one-hit wonders. Um, and this one is one of my favorites. And it wasn't really a favorite until we were working together at the pizza place. And for whatever reason, anytime this song would come on, it was time to crank it. There were certain songs that when they came on, it was like, oh, crank that up. And then everybody sang and acted squirrely and stuff. So my second pick is Safety Dance by Men yes. Without Us. Yes. And I think my favorite, the way that my favorite use of that was in the episode of Scrubs. 
where they're t- talking about they're going to have a Turk and Carla are having a baby. And it's like, you know, I forget exactly how it got started, but somebody asked a question or something about what if your baby's like this? He can dance if he wants to. Yeah. <laughs> he can leave his friends behind because his friends don't dance. And then, you know, it breaks into the safety dance. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's, that's, that's my favorite version of that. But yeah, safety dance by Men Without Hats. That's, a, that's also a really solid one. Yeah. Well, that's a song that uh, I'll put on the alexa sometimes and uh when everybody was at home yeah sorry, sorry if i did that for anybody yeah, but yeah. <laughs> uh, but they uh i would make i would just go and grab everybody and make them just make everybody dance. dance it's like be stupid for a moment mm-hmm. just yeah, a right. few minutes forget what you're doing forget if we're working forget if we're whatever's going on and just be stupid and do, the safety, yes. do the safety dance yes and whatever that is is whatever you're doing this may sound weird but they used it in an episode of that 70 show i don't know if you remember that yeah, yeah, which is uh, weird because it was uh, it was um, Acron- anachronistic. Or well, whatever. Uh, Wayne Knight was playing like a guardian angel or something, showing Eric his future if he had never kissed Donna. Yeah, um, and then he's like, so. "Well, we're heading somewhere." Uh, we're heading to the 80s and then they play oh, the safety yeah, dance and he goes what the hell was that yeah. he goes oh you'll find out <laughs> <laughs> right on alright let's go to Curtis for your third and final pick Curtis are you My ready third and final pick is No Rain by The Blind Melon think of blind melon as a one-hit wonder because i love so much of their music yeah but that's yeah. the only one anybody else liked yeah. for whatever yeah. reason yeah, yeah. change is my yeah. favorite song change yeah, yeah. The album is really good yeah. i've only heard like a couple songs i mean i granted he you know didn't make it past a couple of albums yeah. right right but yeah it's i also used to think he said pull so i can pull some teeth for you why not i don't know why he's pulling i mean this guy's dentistry is a tough profession yeah. to get into. i mean people mishear lyrics all the time yeah. someone <laughs> today was just like uh i always thought it was cross-eyed bear in that uh Alanis Morissette song and it's like what <laughs> wait which song the the, uh, the cross the cross eye bear. bear they thought it was a the cross eyed bear, bear. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a cross eyed bear. You ought to know. It's a cross eyed bear. Come on. My friend for the one in excess song, uh, Suicide Blonde, always thought it said Super Salad Bar. Like, you want to buy her Super Salad Bar? And he's like, and he was saying, I was like, are you messing with me? He's like, no. I thought Paradise City was take me down to the very nice city. He's like, well, it sounds very nice. Like, it also sounds like Paradise, and it's the name of the song. What is the confusion? We should do a playlist. Of song misheard yeah, lyrics. Yeah, that, yeah. That's yeah. write that down. I'll just use my friends, man. He always misheard stuff. But yeah, Blind Melon is great. Uh, check them out. If, if if that's the only song you know, you're doing you a disservice. Yep. Check so out. yeah, we saw Ozzy down here at uh, Black Oak. Yeah, Lampy, and uh, I forget who didn't. Motorhead didn't show up, so they uh, had this brand new group, Blind Melon, that started the tour and. Uh, 
I was like, what the hell, man? I want to see Motorhead, you know? And it's like, everybody was a little pissed, but they played and everybody was talking over it. Right. But I was mesmerized by his voice because live was just as good as what I found out later on the album was. Yeah. And I was like, I just felt, and they played Change. And they played this too, which was really awesome. But when they played Change, it just felt like he was talking to me like it was just i was was putting (laughs) it could have been but uh, i was picking up everything they were putting down i was just like holy hell i was so amazed by them and then to find out he wrote all this stuff when he's like 13 14 years old it's like that was going through your head at 14 it's like holy hell that's that's sad and amazing yeah he apparently had this whole career with guns and roses before that too as like a yeah he was on uh, oh yeah that's uh, and he's on a couple albums too yeah he's in a couple videos too yeah huh. he's big you, friends with axel you want to you want to feel old right now i always do <laughs> go ahead well all right my parents were at that concert oh yeah my mom was pregnant with my brother Re- really yeah. my adult brother <laughs> brother wow yeah i was wait I was she old. the gal that no. <laughs> i think everybody was hanging out with your Brad, mom <laughs> so much like kenny well that was i think that concert was what year was that? 91 or 92? 92. So, maybe 91. And he, then he, was, he was born in 93. Okay, so okay. it was 92. Yeah, so, I'll, yeah, I was just right out of high old. school. <laughs> yeah, sounds about right. All right. Let's go with uh, Dakota. This No, Kenny. we're going to Kenny. Kenny your yes. third pick. Kenny, what are you going with? Do you I'm, remember what you picked? Yeah, I do because okay. I've got it right here in front yeah, of me. Because I got it pulled up. So. Fantastic. <laughs> I hope we're going on the same one. It is a song, and I'll talk about it, but it's Star Dog Champion by Mother Love Bone. Nice. Good song. Um, that's the one. That's, that's another one. I'm like, was it a hit though? I mean, it, it was, charted, but was it a hit? It was their hit. Yeah. So, so yeah, I, I'll allow it. It I'm was not, the one. You don't that, have to convince me. I'm just saying. Look yeah. at everybody's picks. I'm like, mm, we're stretching the word yeah. hit on that <laughs> one. <laughs> I mean, it never made like the top of anything. You know, of anything, yeah. but it did. It made it for them, and it made it for their area. Right up there, it was huge up there, so that's why I picked it. But uh, I got to see them when they came through the Regency, uh-huh. and it was like a few months before uh, the lead singer overdosed. Yep. And if you know anything, you know that half the band split and formed Pearl Jam, half the band split and Pearl uh, formed Soundgarden. Yep. So it was kind of neat seeing that. And weren't those guys also involved in the Temple of the Dog? Temple of the Dog. Yeah. Yeah. And okay. that was the that, that was guy. After, is I didn't know who they made Temple Dog for, and no, um, yeah, Dog Far like Behind a, by Candlebox was made for them. Uh, Wood from Allison Chains was made yep. for this guy, so he he had a huge influence on that whole that scene genre, especially too. Yeah. Like and that scene, that Seattle scene, yeah. and it was you know it was crazy because we of course were really stoned when we went there, and we were no, we were what young because the hell you say I don't because I was like but. I was like fourteen. And 
and uh, saw. We used to go downtown, and get into bars all the time when I was fourteen. But uh, we saw them, and that it was, it was like a party. There wasn't many people in there. Yeah. But the way the lights were going and their sound had that reverberation and the different stuff and just his lyrics and I mean the hair and just how he was in it and everything it was like fuck this is cool as shit. And I just I fell in love with the group and luckily uh oh uh CD Warehouse had yeah. because they would get that obscure stuff yeah. in there and he's like really you did you go see the show he's like i did too and we talked about it and yeah i formed a big friendship with that guy because of <laughs> right. this group too so it, it'll always be one of my favorite songs i love when it comes on right on yeah devil of the dog was sort of like um that it was, was dedicated to yeah the lead singer and it was after the was bo- after both pearl jam and soundgarden had gotten some notoriety and, yeah. oh okay I well they it. they'd made it before right. pearl jam but then it got big after pearl right. jam yeah yeah. All right, let's go to Dakota for your third pick. You have a third pick ready? Uh yeah, I'm gonna go with Tub Thumping by Chumbo Chumba <laughs> Tub Thumping by Chumba Wumba. We got Rick Roll. So that that didn't sound like the way I remembered Chumbawamba <laughs> sounding. I honorable mention to Chumbawamba. Uh, <laughs> uh, man, I was like just that target age for Rick Rowling, um, yeah, Rick, right. Rick Astley, and I, I'm a big fan of like uh, Always Sunny in Philadelphia. And that, like first couple episodes when Dennis is <laughs> yeah. cruising in the car listening to the song before Rick Rowling was a thing, and she's like, "Are you listening to Rick Astley?" And he's like, "Of course!" Like just so offended that she's <laughs> even asking. Yeah. Um, but man, that song was good, and then mm-hmm. Rick Rolling happened. And then it became and, a thing. Became, yeah, but uh, so I had to give that one a shout out. I remember seeing a, uh, I think it was the Foo Fighters that were touring in uh, in the UK, and like they were playing their songs and stuff, and then like they just stopped and went right into this, and then Rick Astley came out on stage and sang with them and stuff. So yeah. that's, that's like, awesome. Yeah. So yeah, oh, you're getting Rick Rolled at a Foo Fighters concert even, <laughs> by so. actually yeah, by, like, by, actual by Rick Astley yeah. actually coming out. Yeah, so and he was one of those performers that like it felt like okay here's like a few seconds to learn the song now let's shoot a video yeah and like they pulled a straight because he's got no charisma and he just kind of like hey he sways from it, side to side yeah. <laughs> but he's in a nice suit oh, he always yeah. dressed it, it, real it, it, nice it, it, oh, yeah. <laughs> right on i read somewhere that if you invert the lyrics to the song you get a nine inch nails song I wouldn't doubt it. Yeah, it goes I'll give you up. I will let you down. I will run around and hurt you. Yeah. I'll tell you lies. I will say goodbye. I will run around and desert you. So. Yeah, that sounds just like yeah. it. I just hurt by night. <laughs> exactly. Pretty much. All right. So the last song That's that awesome. we're going to pick. Uh, this one is not from the 80s. Um, but this one, for a couple reasons, uh, will stick out. And uh, you've all heard it. And it's one of those we've talked about. If you get audience participation, you can take a not that great song, 
But if you get a bunch of drunk folks at a party, at a club, at a concert, whatever, and you can get them something to participate in and you make it really easy for them, like really easy <laughs> for them, then you've got a hit out of something. That, you know, that's how you get a one-hit wonder. So my pick is uh, going to be the song Tequila by The Champs. <laughs> nice. This is going out to you, Dan Housen. Exactly. <laughs> talking about intros a little bit ago. Yeah, this one has a lot. How old is it? It's only got one word the whole time. Anyway. <laughs> this whole song's an intro. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> um, I feel like this song sold a lot of tequila, too. <laughs> Probably more tequila than records. Actually, yeah, I don't know. Probably. Probably. <laughs> Tequila. I mean, you keep it really, really simple, (laughs) (laughs) and you get everybody yelling tequila at the same time, and you've got a hit. Uh, Everybody remembers from Pee Wee's Big Adventure, of course. Uh, Kenny knows the 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 wrestler Dan Housen uses this uh, at some point during his matches. Sometimes (laughs) he'll just stop and play my music (laughs) and play tequila and dance on the side. And it's fantastic. I when I got to see it in person, (laughs) I was just like, oh my god, this is fantastic. Yeah, who stops a wrestling match to play tequila and dance and somebody who's going to get super over (laughs) exactly Uh, but yeah tequila it's one of those that it's immediately instantly recognizable when you hear it and yeah you can be drunk as a skunk and you could still yell out tequila you know you can still participate well it gives you that whole da 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 yeah they build it up for you they're they're prepping you they're like hey everybody here it comes yeah you don't have to have rhythm with your clapping you don't have to have rhythm with your snapping you just gotta yell tequila the bouncing ball exactly and then it only bounces to one word (laughs) it's like the ball just hovers (laughs) and then they tell you da 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 and they drop the ball on the word tequila everybody yells along Easy to sing at karaoke. It is. That's what we should should do karaoke. Uh, Can I get tequila, please? (laughs) They're like, no. Oh, God. Like, you haven't heard me sing. You may want this. (laughs) Exactly. All right. So those are our picks that we're going to reveal here on the podcast. Again, the entire... 100 something 105 song playlist is available in the episode description here on the podcast and at popgoestheculture.com. Curtis's picks were Pepper by Butthole Surfers, Come On Eileen by Dexie's Midnight Runners, and No Rain by Blind Melon. Kenny went with Space Lord by Monster Magnet, Hot Child in the City by Nick Gilder, and Star Dog Champion by Mother Love Bone. Dakota took Blister in the Sun by Violent Femmes, Black Betty by Ram Jam, and Never Gonna Give You Up by Rick Astley. My picks again were uh, Black Velvet by Alana Miles, The Safety Dance by Men Without Hats, and Tequila by The Champs. This week's pop quiz. We want to know what are your favorite one-hit wonders. You can vote right now. Just search for and follow us at PGTC Podcast. The pop quiz is pinned right to the top of those pages so you can't miss it. Or call us on the hotline at 417-986-7842 and leave a recorded message with your comments, with your favorite one-hit wonders. We just might play those on the next episode 
That hotline is open 24 hours a day, seven days a week. We sure would like to hear from you. I just thought Give of another one. There's a lot of them. Yeah, I mean, there's 105 of them in our playlist. <laughs> but there's one that's not on the playlist. Oh, no. Surfing bird. Oh, the bird is the yeah. word. That's right. Have you heard? <laughs> I've heard. <laughs> I really wanted to shout out Take On Me by Aha. Uh-huh. Oh, uh, yeah. We, while you were talking 80s one-hit wonders. Oh, there's a ton of yeah. them. <laughs> we should do a mashup called Take On Me, Eileen. Yeah. <laughs> Take On Eileen. <laughs> Take On Eileen. Eileen. There you go. <laughs> Oh uh, yeah, yeah. If you want to see the honorable mentions, just check out the other hundred and something songs on the playlist. <laughs> There's good ones. The ones from like the fifties and stuff was like uh, it was hard for me not to pick those because yeah. that's what I I like to listen to that genre of music if I'm painting like painting on a yeah. canvas for people. And uh, I did for some reason fifties lets me relax and I can do that. Yeah. So it was. <laughs> that's a banger i mean it is and it's yeah. fun to just belt them out while you're just do to do oh, yeah. and oh, oh god those are so good yeah you should play tequila you don't yeah. have to sing anything just yell out tequila <laughs> well that i think is going to wrap it up for this week's episode anybody got anything else before we get out of here um yeah we got yeah if you're gonna be in springfield missouri come to the blue room this weekend who you got at the blue room this weekend adam carolla this weekend i talked I've heard about, about him earlier today yeah Probably subconsciously saw that that was happening. Maybe so. Out, but <laughs> I thought you said you talked to him. Earlier. No, I didn't talk to him. He I called him earlier. He won't today. Resp- he won't yeah. my call. <laughs> I mean, he's no Jimmy Kimmel, but whatever. Yeah, you know. <laughs> oh, Jimmy, you can get a hold of anytime. Yeah. Adam, Adam, you gotta leave a message. Yeah. I hope he calls you back. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's that's all I got, anybody. I'll say if you like unboxing videos for action figures and stuff, go to four one seven Manchild and you do that on you Instagram got it right this week. <laughs> I did. I've only said it about a hundred times because I've made a bunch of videos lately. There you go. But I've um I did a uh, they read oh McFarlane uh, redid the superpowers uh, super friends line and uh, the first one that I've seen around the here Batman. is the Batman yeah. and I did that unboxing holy crap am I getting the <laughs> getting people the, of a certain age right. are like oh my god yeah these are so cool where are you at where are they hitting that and blah, blah. I'm getting so many comments wanting to know and just how much they loved them and they're going to collect this line and right they want to go back and get the, uh, it, that generated a ton of stuff so cool. I thought that was neat absolutely and as always i'm going to bring up my boxing videos uh, <laughs> where I just put shit in yeah, just send, yeah, send me anything you want i'll put it in a box i'll talk about the thing uh, it's mostly uh, you still send a self-addressed stamped box yeah <laughs> sealed with put, a tear yeah i will put stuff in a box <laughs> for you. you want in that box uh, and video record recorded? myself doing it so Farts in a jar. Farts in a jar. <laughs> also, if you need bath water, um, I'm your guy. I don't take a lot of baths, so they're just random bath water from other people. It's, so. That makes it more. That's like well, the darker the berry, the sweeter the <laughs> like juice. The mystery, the mystery figures that he might unbag one day. So. That's right. And I'll say it: if you uh, if you're digging the movies, uh, be sure to check out the Backlot by Alamo Drafthouse podcast. A few of us uh, work on that. That's that's our our side hustle, I guess. Maybe. And it's uh, a fun one. Yeah, check it out. I always enjoy doing that one we've got a lot of we got a lot of folks connected to films and the box office so uh be and, sure to check and that go out. see love and thunder so we can uh so we can talk about it sometime so we really can talk, talk about, about it about and uh it. we can let chris know that it is a great movie and people are enjoying it there you go yeah. <laughs> well if you have enjoyed this episode or any episode of the pop goes the culture podcast please take a moment leave a review in your preferred podcast player it does not cost a thing and it really is one of the best ways you can show your support for your the show that and telling other people hey check out this podcast i listen to these guys are nuts 
Uh, thanks to my co-host, to Dakota and Curtis and Kenny for being here this week. Thanks again to everybody listening to this podcast, whenever and wherever you are catching us. My name again, Joey Mills with the Pop Goes the Culture Podcast Network. Have a great weekend. We'll catch you right back here next week for another brand new episode of the Pop Goes the Culture Podcast, where we will be drafting our favorite dishes at a barbecue. That's not the dish itself. Like the Dixie stuff? No, no. Those are pretty scary. It is the food that you put on the <laughs> oh, dish. Your okay. favorite kind of to eat at a barbecue. did that when we did the other thing, but it's fine. No, you did when yeah. I said, hey, don't pick barbecue stuff because <laughs> we're going to do that later on this summer. Kenny did that too, didn't you? Did I? I don't think I don't so. Know. I think uh, it was just you, Curtis. I, I, I wasn't here. I did. So. There you go. So uh, we're going to have some new Curse stuff. Like, I'm pretty sure Kenny did too. Kenny did it more than me. Kenny came on Eileen too. He brought it up. We did it at the same time. We did it. <laughs> Until next week, be safe, be healthy, be happy. We'll see you later. Stay frosty, peace tits. Woo! I, oh, I Come on, you, Eileen. I love you so much. <laughs>